Hey there, Good Times Rollers. Real quick note at the top of the episode here. If you didn't hear the ending of last week's episode, first of all, what the hell? You gotta listen all the way to the very end. Come on, you guys. Anyways, we recorded this episode before we actually recorded the campaign. When we were originally supposed to record the campaign, there was a slight issue. There was a little bit of a family emergency on Casey's side. Don't worry, everything is fine. We just went and recorded this episode just to make sure that we would have something to release for you guys that week. We didn't end up needing it, but we decided to release the episode anyways because we thought it was fun, we thought it was funny, and we thought you guys enjoy it. And also, it's a nice week off for me for editing because it is the holidays, but that's less important. It's more about you. Anyways, again, don't worry. Casey's fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's happy. We're excited to share this fun bonus episode with you, and we'll be back in the new year with brand new stuff. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy. Welcome to Good Times Roll. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Howie. I'm your host, Mason. And I'm your host, Casey. Wait a sec. Say your that. Head- again. Say that again. Yeah, Casey, your headphones are wrong. Casey doesn't wear those headphones. No, no Casey you wears earbuds. He <laughs> earbuds. does wear earbuds. <laughs> uh, so, oh, you're Josh. Yep, yep. Hi, it's Josh. Josh. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back. Um, we had a slight mix em up. It seems uh, Casey had somewhat of a family emergency. We understand everything to be okay right now, but we just wanted to make sure you guys didn't go a week without an episode. So Josh came and to fill in his place, and we're going to do a little bit of a filler episode here for you guys. Talk well, about some more stuff. Filler's the wrong word. We're providing bonus content. See, but like filler does, especially in like a content type scenario, have a negative connotation to it. Yes. Let me. Let's try this on for size. If we're talking about filling, I'm talking about pies. Talking about Boston cream. Boston cream. Talking donuts. about my wallet. Talking about pee. Filling. <laughs> filling. Filling is a good. What was that? <laughs> People. <laughs> People. Oh, that's what I thought you said. I'm like, I'm not going to double down on that one. <laughs> See, filling can be very good. Teeth. <laughs> Missing hair. You're getting hair yeah, plugs. Yeah. You're filling that in. A col- oh my coloring God. books. Eyelashes. There's a lot of applications for filling that are very good. So I wouldn't, don't write it off yet. Don't hold, hold your thumb. Don't hit that skip button just yet. Get to about 10 minutes in and then hit the skip button when everybody else does. Um, so <laughs> I wanted to start and I had a idea for a new type of review system that we could do for movies. And it is a little bit elaborate. So this is either going to be a huge miss or a just a, a rousing hit or a pivot or a pivot or a lesson learned of what not to do. So I haven't come up with a name for this yet, but basically there's going to be 10 categories that a roll sheet, a roll sheet. That's not bad. Okay. Let's stick with that for now for our movie roll sheet, 10 categories. Each category can have a max of five points. Usually five means it's like perfect, outstanding, you know, and like one would be, bad or some so, you know i think you guys know how numbers work so i think you can fill in the blanks between those debatable debatable so the first five of the 10 are going to be critical kind of more if i'm looking at this from a filmmaker standpoint and then the second five are going to be more fun based 
how interested I am, did I have a good time with it, that kind of thing. So I'm going to go over the 10 categories real quick, and then we'll go through one by one and rate these two movies. How does that sound, guys? So we've got the nerd table for all the film heads, and then we've got the cool kid zone for all the chads in our audience. That's right. (laughs) Great. Perfect. For film students and and cool guys. And those those are two separate. I was say, that's not a Venn diagram. That is those not a Venn circles. diagram. The only overlap is Henry Cavill. Say, look, if you're on the football team and you happen to sing, no, you have to choose. Yep, there's no Troy. No Bolton's. Troy Bolton's. That's yeah, exactly that what I was going to say. You cannot. <laughs> okay. No, no dude from Glee. Nothing. Didn't watch Glee. No, I didn't no, watch Glee either. But so I knew there was a guy in it. At least one. <laughs> Multiple football players. Multiple football Joined players. The I think there was a gay character, and it was like, what, 2008? So it was huge. Think about that. It was that. huge. Think about yeah. Anyway, back to the roll sheet. So for the categories, they are going to be storytelling, acting, writing, cinematography, and emotion slash feeling. Those are the critical ones. Emotion slash feeling, I'm saving for... Did this like pathos. M- movie effectively make me feel the way... I understand I was supposed to. So like a horror movie, was I scared? A comedy movie, did I laugh? Or, you know, was was I feeling an emotion or was I feeling like connected to the characters? That kind of thing. The five categories for the more fun side are going to be theater appeal, engagement. So like how interested was I in it? Like was I engaged the whole time? Rewatchability. I think that explains itself. Referenceability. Now this can either be like quoting the movie or, you know, like, in the case of Evil Dead, like when you guys ran up on the cellar door in the house, dead giveaway. That's a good reference to the movie. And then the last one is fun. How much fun did I have? <laughs> is it a fun watch? So let's get started with the two movies that we watched for this campaign, Mad Max, Fury Road, and Elf. Sure. Do we want to go around like once per movie? Like I do Mad Max, Josh does Mad Max, and you do Mad Max? Oh, I think it should be. Let's do a group decision. Okay. Is that okay? Okay, cool. Oh, we want yeah, to come yeah. to a consensus. Yeah, so a consensus, it? yeah. Right, and sure. There's three of us, so, you know, if two people vote one number, yeah. the third guy. You can overrule me when I have a hot yep. take. I guess it's, it's, a de- it's a democracy. We need that for Casey. We call Dude, this is, this is just for Casey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a safe bet here. This is, <laughs> oh, this, right, is yeah. this is a safe, safe zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's start with the critical looks. We're going to start with storytelling. And this was how effectively was this story told? No matter what the story was, were was the world and, and the making of the movie reflective of that story? Okay, good off. I think the storytelling was great. Um, yeah, I I think the narrative of this like dystopian land, but kind of very smaller scale that yeah. leads to a huge scale, and yep. it doesn't even focus on the big st- story. It, it is very character driven, literally characters drive <laughs> literally true, true. driven by characters yeah exactly so i would probably put that at like a four and a half or a five yeah i'm full-on five for storytelling in mad max like just the way they build the world through you know the visuals and you know all the different components kind of come together to create a fully cohesive and uh complete story within itself i think josh yeah. what do you think i i mean i think i just agree with that as well i like towards the beginning i almost feel like it's like I had this this sense that maybe the story was taking a backseat to the narrative, but really it's just they had they were setting up like sort of that dynamic you were talking about with Max and Furiosa and the gang, where like we expect Max to be the protagonist and he is, but most of the story and character moments come from the crew around him and we get, you know, a deep look into that, both from the world and from the story as it progresses. So yeah, it's a five for me too. Great. Like real talk, 
I mean, I'm probably bringing this up later. This whole movie feels like a graphic novel. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. You know, like you're reading a comic. Yeah, because like there's a lot of storytelling that isn't like explicitly said. Yeah, you know, you you kind of start out slow, but not like too slow, and then you expand, like you just open the whole world up, mm-hmm. and then like your story is still kind of like a one through line. You know, and it's a longer movie. I, I they have a lot of time to play with. To me, it felt like cracking open like a really nice like graphic novel, and yeah, just. Going hard in the paint. <laughs> I can get by on that, yeah. Yeah. Well, well you, you recommended the movie to me kind of recently, Mason. It was No Country for Old Men, or mm-hmm. what's the, is that the one with the, where there's like no more people or whatever? That's not No Country nope. for Old Men. No, no, no. Children of Men. Children of Men. That's, that was it. Yeah, yeah. The world building that I liked so much in that sort of reminded me of the first half of this movie where there's just like a bunch of passive world building that's just like yeah. stellar mm-hmm. storytelling yeah. on its own. Yeah. It's a tight ass story. It's good. Yeah, it's such a good movie. So acting. So yeah, Josh, how was the acting? The acting, uh, great. I mean, there's just a lot of unique energy that come from the character this, of this world that plays well on everyone who gets screen time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Furioso, great. What was the Joe? <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever his name was. That just like easily, very easily hateable. Uh, <laughs> even shoot, what's the Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max. Like, he's very reserved, but has, you know, his moments as well. It's, it's good acting all around, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. No no particular standouts, but just, like, real solid performances. Yeah. I will say, for me, I did have a standout, which was Nicholas Holt. Halt. As Halt, is that how you... Yeah. I think there's no L. Yeah, the boy. Yeah. Oh, actually, oh, I, there is. he, yeah, was, he right. was the best performance in my yeah, book. Yeah, I, I think that he, perf- like... Just the character is so absurd. He brought the energy that was needed to make that character work. Oh, yeah. You know, he's spraying spray paint in his mouth and just, eh. So I I think he had a great performance and he gets you to care about this like heathen, you know, at the end. Yeah. He gets like a whole arc and like he, they play it really well. It's, it's very nonchalant and background character like arc, but it, it still hits regardless. So. Yeah, I, I think I'd advocate for a four on acting because definitely I don't have any complaints. But other than Nicholas Hout's character, there wasn't a lot that was it wasn't like, oh, my God, look at the performance. Yeah, I think giving. it like, had it standout had, characters, yeah. but not standout acting for the most part. No complaints so, whatsoever. I think four is a great. But yeah, I think four is point. where I'm going. Josh, you good with four? Yeah, I was going to say three for everyone else, five for him, even out four. So there you go. Very happy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on to writing. <sighs> This is, I think, uh, focusing on like the script, and I guess if it's original material, like I would say dialogue, ha- script, and script, but dialogue. also like how the like writing of like the, each part of the story is going, like how one flows into the next part. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this movie has great writing, mm-hmm. legitimately. There, it's written so well that it's a fourth movie in a franchise that you don't need to watch the other three to understand. It's like. The per, like, it's a standalone sequel. Yeah. And you don't see that very often. Like, the world is so fleshed out. They have vocabulary mm-hmm. that, you know, it's like crazy. You need like a dictionary to like even decipher some of the sentences. Like they Clockwork have. Orange. They, they yeah. achieve so much with just the, the language they use and what little dialogue there actually is. Like, it's, it's very efficient. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for efficient me, efficient is a great, efficient is yeah. very good. I think this one also be a four for me. Do you guys think you think it would be five? I'd actually almost give this a five. I would, I would, I lean towards five to be honest. Okay, great. I think tech, I think this movie like is a technical marvel. 
I think like if you compare it to the writing of like the social network or like anything Aaron Sorkin's done, oh my God. like well, but that's I mean, he's an easy job everywhere, every time. His well, dialogue is so stellar. I know, but yeah, yeah. I'm saying like that. The I guess the that's writing, that's the, the specific character fair. writing, it was very good. I don't think it was like anything I yeah. took away super special specifically from the movie. I, I'd push back a little bit on that to say that like almost you don't want that type of dialogue in this in type this of movie. movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the, the dialogue suits itself for the story, for the story and that's in a, a way that is like a, a five. Like I don't, I, I think maybe getting overindulgent would be, would almost retract from it. It's so what you're saying is you think Aaron Sorkin should write the next Mad Max movie. Just, I will watch just, everything Aaron Sorkin does. <laughs> I think he should just write more. I think we we'll, yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. We don't need a Marvel problem. Marvel problem. He's uh I'd rather him write good than more. <laughs> well, if you yeah, wrote yeah. in Marvel, I'm sure it'd be good. <laughs> oh my God. That would be crazy. I want Aaron Sorkin to write every movie from I now. want like a critical, uh, like Tony Stark, uh, Pepper Potts, uh, tower drama where she's like just running Logan the business. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 it's yeah. Aaron Sorkin's yeah. written in it and it's Robert Downey Jr. Yep, yep, and Gwen. Exactly. That's great. That would be good. Wow. Yeah. All right. Cinematography. This one's easy for oh. me. Easy five. Easy five. I like don't even really need to. Like, that's almost the reason you watch the movie, honestly. Like, there's like nothing you have to complain about. Like, it is, every shot's a piece of art. Go punch Google in, Mad Max Fury Road and just click. Hit, set yeah. as background yeah. on your Every PC. single scene is just it, like art. Ridiculous. You ever see those? Uh, it's like a wall art that you can get that's like a single line oh, for every shot for every in the movie. And it like creates oh, like that's a, cool. almost like a rainbow. That's yeah. really The cool. one for Mad Max is like orange, 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 orange. <laughs> Orange, 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 orange. Because <laughs> you have that one night scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Emotion and feeling. How, uh, how, how did you did you feel attached emotionally? Did uh, you did it did it evoke emotion in you? See, this is where I would say probably it, it leans more towards like a three or four because interesting. I I thought the premise was really cool. I think it's a cool movie. I don't think it's a very um, an emotional movie. Even like when like. Some characters die, and spoiler alert, she gets there's, ran there's over. There's a lot of characters. She that die. literally falls yeah. out of a car and gets ran over. Mm-hmm. I laughed. I mean, like, I that's not the the thing. That's not the point of the movie. You're like, you're. Oh no, she's a pregnant lady just got ran over. Right. But the way, kind of, it's so fast paced, and you're like, what the hell? Like, I just want to make sure that I understand. You're saying when the sex slave that was <laughs> pregnant on the run got run over, you by laughed a, by a truck. <laughs> You, you you were like, oh boy, what a jolly time! <laughs> I think I was like, damn, got him. I think I legitimately <laughs> well, was like, and you know they sucks, did got bro. him. They did got him. So that's fair. So I guess what I would say, and maybe this is where we can define the category of emotion or feeling better. Watching this movie, I felt tense the entire time. Yeah, I will say it is very like a high octane. Yeah, like yeah. Well, so yeah, I agree. I would advocate for a five on that aspect alone, but. Definitely from what you're saying, Howie, like dramatically, there wasn't a lot of uh, emotion or feeling attached there. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you there. Josh, how are you feeling? Yeah, I think, I mean, I basically agree with where you're both at, where like there isn't, there's like the deep character rich emotional beats. There's like not a whole lot of that, but as a watch experience, right? I'm like, I, I was at moments on the edge of my, like I've seen this movie more, more like at least one other time before this, but like still the way it creates tension, I'm on the edge of my seat for the whole time. So I'm, I'm more in the, in the Mason camp here. Yeah. No, I, I definitely more think about it as ter- terms of feeling. Sure. It is, it is like a super 
movie. You feel what the movie is trying to make you feel. So I, I, I do agree on that. I think there are some points where it falls flat a little yeah. bit, but I think for the most part, it's like a 90%. I think it, it succeeds way more than it fails. Yeah. I would say even maybe the parts where it falls flat are kind of like what you're saying with, you know, when that lady got ran over, like it's almost the movie itself is almost desensitizing. Like yeah. by the end of the movie, when that happens, like you're just like, violence 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 <laughs> yeah. like yeah like it is it is, but that that again that is the point that's the emotion that they're they're going for it seems so i would say i'd be happy with either a four or five on this one uh let's you want to do you want point fives or no no i don't i want integers, you wanna, integers yeah. <laughs> let's do four four yeah josh four yeah sure i agree with four all right now to the fun side of things we have theater appeal Hey, I'm going to be honest. 11, It right? was real yeah. fun to watch that lady get ran over. No, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> you were laughing. Straight up women getting run over by, by vehicles? It can't go right. Even that's worse. A, that's a, you got me. Single moms? Got them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's not single. She had a husband and well, uh, does that count six other wives, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2% female viewership. I am so sorry. <laughs> I think we have too real. Too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so theater appeal. I think we're alienating more than just two percent. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see this movie in theaters for the first time? No. The first time I saw it was in your apartment. Oh right, you and Casey hadn't seen it. Jeez, I'm I'm totally blanking there. My bad. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't seen it. <laughs> Me, Casey. You, Casey, hadn't seen it. <laughs> um, I saw it in theaters when it came out, and that was an incredible experience. Mm. I mean, it's it's good anytime, but I think this movie is pretty much the definition of theater appeal i mean fire cinematography plays good on a big screen right like, and like th- how massive oh and the, the, the sound the, I the sound is like too shaking is huge you. yeah oh, gosh i yeah. imagine it's amazing in the theater so i would put that out of five i kind of want to see I, I know you someone told me there was like a black and white edit oh yeah movie. yeah i would the love chrome to edit see was that what you're saying right i think it was called the chrome edit in theaters that That'd in theaters so cool. would be crazy so yeah, what, what do okay, you guys think? We're AMC, oh, yeah, a uh, Cinemark, hit us up. Yeah, yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, limited run for the the good, podcast. Good, good times for all fans only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, good times for all presents. <laughs> yeah, it's literally limited three hour run. Yep, it's, it's <laughs> a three hour run. Yeah, yeah. Meet us on Thursday at seven a.m. That's the only time we could get it. Um, Dude, a Thursday at 7 p.m. for a movie theater? Is that a, kind of a.m.? A.m. You got to take off work. It's technically it's before open, it. but if you tell them you're with the podcast, they'll probably let you in. <laughs> they'll look at you. They'll judge you for sure. Yeah. But it's okay. All right. Engagement. How engaged were you? How interested were you at the edge of your seat the entire time? I think I think we were all engaged. Yeah. Legitimately I mean, I think Josh was taking notes. So. <laughs> was, yeah. I mean, I said it, and I, mean, I meant it. Really, I was on the edge of my seat. I don't like, a lot of times, sometimes if a movie will meander a little bit, I'll get like, you know, a moment where I'm like, I'll, I'll days off or whatever. That didn't, I was like engaged the yeah. front to back the whole time. And then the two hours or however long the movie was passed. And I was like, oh, that's it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it was good. I just thought about those meatball subs, bro. That I made when we watched them. <laughs> yeah. Meatball subs were really good. Extra engagement. Yeah. So yeah. we'll put an asterisk to- next to this rating and say meatball subs included in consideration. No, we can cut this part out. But I was just like... No, I'm this. never going like, to cut out a part where you compliment my cooking. Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, you act like I don't do that often. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying I don't get it on mic often. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah. I guess. I thought it was stellar. And now the whole world wants my meatball recipe. You got it online. I'm the whole I was going to say, I saw it's you guys literally recipe. look it up before. 
Yeah. I think that was the first you one gotta here. Keep, you got to keep uh, this part in, too, where we say we know you're a shill. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair is fair. Fucking foodnetwork.com. <laughs> yeah. Sally's Baking Addiction. Okay. Thank you. Baking uh, Addiction? Is that a website? Sally's Baking Addiction. She's getting baked? No, no, no. She just does, like, it's not a problem. cakes and shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Cakes and shit are her special. found meatball subs on a cakes and no, shit No, it was website? just a joke. God damn it. All right. Is engagement a five? Are yeah. we saying that? Yeah, yeah. Easy. Rewatchability? I plan to rewatch it. I do too. But I, I'd say it's not like something I'd throw on all the time, in, though. Exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't put it at a five for sure. No. I would put it at a clean four, though. Four is good for me. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I agree. No. Uh, things Josh that are like this one. tense. Just this is more maybe a more a personal thing. Not a one. one. Certainly not a one. <laughs> but like anything that even like drum like dramas or anything, anything that evokes a strong emotion is just hard to throw on all the time, right? Yeah. So, you're right. Like, you're right. Like, I give this like a like a three, not because I don't think it's good, but just because like you have to you be gotta be engaged. in a place to watch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that doesn't you know, I'm not gonna Honestly, I don't want to go to that place all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Honestly, I might change mine to a three also because this is another movie that I would don't want to get stale. Yeah. Like I hadn't seen it in a couple years and rewatching it was incredible. So having a option to like, you know, rediscover it, I think would be good. How do you you, you feel? Okay. About a three. Yeah, I'm fine. I would personally put it out of four, but I haven't seen it. I haven't rewatched it yet. You've only seen it once. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to put that as a three. Uh, now we have reference ability. And honestly, I think this is where the movie's lacking the most. You think I knew about this movie before, through references before I even what like, references there's like TV shows that all the time do like the desert drag race like oh the one I, that's I think like we, I'm Rick and Morty like does conversationally reference wise right like are you dropping any lines from the movie I can only think what a day what a lovely well, lovely yeah, day yeah, that's, that's the only line I can think that of. was yeah. all over trailers yes and that's sure. part of the reason it was in every single trailer and on the posters yeah so, but I'm I will say I probably will spray paint my mouth at some point yeah that's true and then everyone's gonna be like oh from that movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just <laughs> that's this is just me baby. showing up to work frothing at the mouth with chrome all over your face hey, i'm man. like hey so it's for the maker you can't do that <laughs> I, I work in the city bro <laughs> <laughs> that's just honestly he's the life, odd man honestly. out when he yeah. doesn't yeah, yeah fair well yeah. kind of yeah. yeah that's too um, like like no, no lie a lot of them do like yeah. hard drugs. So <laughs> in that point, I am kind of the odd man out, but yeah. Yeah. I think so, the odd man in at that point. Regardless, I think like the, the other part of it is the desert car death race thing is a trope that belonged to one, the earlier movies as well and has been referenced even before Fury Road came out. And two is pretty much a staple plot point. Like there's, there's like some, oh, what's that? Danny Trejo is that it? I think yeah. he has a whole series. Machete? Yeah, Machete. I think Machete. I don't did think a, that's did a, about a death race. Or there's Maybe. a movie. There's, there's a movie called, called Death, death race. race. There's like a lot of. I, I don't think we can attribute the. Maybe the not desert. to this exact movie, right? But this franchise for sure. Okay, so we'll give it half points then for for based on the franchise. Sure, sure, sure. Two. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out. There. I would say three. I because I knew about. I like this movie has been talked about so well. Mm-hmm. I would say three. I, I don't. I think two is a little too low. Okay. 
I'll get if we're if we're I, talking. I, think, like I don't know. My vote's also media. two. Okay. Well, then we'll do, we'll do two. Oh, great. Yeah. I I basically only give it a two off the back of the fact that it is so prolific across media and is referenced there. Yeah. There's like if it weren't for that, I would. It's like a one. So I mean, okay. I'm I'm giving it a two. Right. right. We'll settle for it, two. And I I think this is to your point, Howie. I think this is arguably the best example I've seen of this trope. So it makes sense that that would be included in the reference, but. Just, I mean, it's been around for 40 years. True, true, true. So I think, I think that's, I'm voting too because of that. Great. Okay, cool. And lastly, fun. Josh, are you having fun? <laughs> it's a five, dude. It's, this it's movie's a five, fucking right? a blast. I remember Flame when the, throwing guitars, the, the like, women got run over by the car. Dude, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was that I was, was like, oh, this is good. This is good. <laughs> like, I like finally, this. Finally, this yes. is what I need on, t- on camera. <laughs> got him. Feels good to be the target audience for <laughs> yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. I uh, cleaned five. The movie's fun as shit. I, it's. I. I, I couldn't mean, imagine it being more fun. It's so fun yeah. that the background world of it being so like nasty and mean. Yeah. Is overlooked. Like, yeah. You know, because like yeah. most of the characters are literal like slaves. I've never like, been more I think, excited to be in the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. All of our pro tags are all slaves. All like they're either sex slaves or Max is literally a slave. Blood bag. A, a blood bag. Where Furios is kind of like yeah. in the middle. Yeah. But like it's just so crammed with good ideas, you know? And they're yeah. all executed on well. They're so great. It's it's just fun to see pretty pictures and really cool shit. Yeah. You know? All Furios's right. metal arm, badass. Yeah. It's cool as hell. That. Yeah, no, it's so sick. <laughs> yeah, legitimately. All right. I'm, I'm gonna have a metal dick. <laughs> I think I said that in the pre Pretty sure you can. Did you? I'm pretty sure I said. <laughs> All right. So we gave this movie 23 out of 25, technically, and then uh, 20 out of 25 for the fun side. So that's 43 out of 50 altogether. So a, 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 that's a solid A. It's like an A minus. Or actually, maybe A plus. Oh, no. That's 86. That's 86. Yeah. That's a B. Oof. That's a solid B. This is A. It's a solid B. It's a solid B. But in you know, clap it up for some B's. Critically yeah. it's an A, right? Critically Technically it's, an, it's like a an A plus. A plus. So our, our critic score A, audience score B. Audiences don't know shit. That's just I mean yeah. I'm happy. Audience we're, score we're is always wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're the audience. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We 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 have no critical expertise. I'm being critical niche. right now. So yeah. <laughs> so Elf, getting started back up at critical storytelling. I'd say three or four. I would, I, would yeah. put that, I would put that at three. I think it does a good enough job of creating the world, but like, it, I think it most waves. of the world is it, New York City. It, it literally yeah. hand waves a lot of stuff. It's, yeah. it's like fish out of water story, but Christmas. I give know? it honestly like a two. The, 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 the story isn't really what's drawn me to this. It really, like you said, just like the wacky environments that happen within the world is, is, is more. It's literally you know? PG Borat. Yeah. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I would put that. Let's split the middle and do three. I say three. Yeah, yeah. Sure, great. All right, cool. Acting. Oh, I mean, it's most five character. <laughs> I would. No. Put it, I, most I, characters I, did not do a good job. I would probably movie. put it at a four, and if I'm being mean, a three. Because Will Ferrell's a Will clean Ferrell's five. a clean Will five. Will Ferrell's a six. Every <laughs> single other character, though, like a yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Uh, Zoe Daesh, unfortunately, she's not giving us yeah, energy. So flat. It was like she was wearing a like a hazmat suit, and we had to see you know her facial expressions through it. Like it's yeah. just you seen I, that I'll meme? Get, 
it was like go girl give us no energy you know, that's what <laughs> yes, that is yes. i'll give i'll give peter peter dinklage an honorable mention he, yes he yes he did a good job i think he also showed up in a big way he for brought this. the juice. that was not necessary even uh actually even the guys that worked for his dad yeah. that worked on uh was it colbert's show or conan's show uh, I think it was Conan. Andy Richter and I can't remember what the yeah, other guy's yeah. name was. But yeah, they, they were very A lot fun of the side too. characters crushed it. But like most of the main cast, All, yeah. other than Will Ferrell, just were like showing up for the paycheck. Fun family kind of was yeah. like his dad, who's supposed to be like grumpy and and all this he just didn't it was just it was honestly just marketing for like the you know 30 year anniversary of the godfather i think right like he was just like people need to remember that he had to make an offer they couldn't refuse yeah that's right (laughs) yeah and that's the end of that segment uh (laughs) so we're saying that's a probably a three for acting yeah yeah i would put a three great writing I will say most of knowing some behind the scenes of this, most of the funniest parts were not written down beforehand. Yeah. I would say writing is probably a two or a three. Yeah. I'm not even going to fight you on that. Writing easy too. Yeah. I would say two. The no, improv. Nothing stellar, special. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, l- let me back up. Some of the jokes when they obviously were written were very funny. True. That's why I would say a three. I'm going to vote three. What written jokes were funny? Um, buddy the boring. elf what's your favorite color you're oh, my best friend you're my best friend you're my best friend dude the buddy elf what is your favorite color is the funniest joke in the movie <laughs> that had me crying even when like it's purple he's talking to santa and he's like santa said i've been you to new york thousands of times oh yeah and yeah. buddy's like really? no actually you're right I, I like the first 10 minutes of montage where he's just like in elf town as a grown man that was all planned and that stuff was fucking yeah hilarious, so. yeah yeah also like we'll talk about this when we talk about references like you sit on a throne of lies so good that that was written the spaghetti thing like it's oh, it's ugh. yeah i'm gonna say mup it up from a two to a three yeah uh cinematography josh how do you feel about them reindeers I mean, look, I like the camera tricks they do for the budget that they've got, but... That's fair. I I wasn't considering that. I think literally, other than like how impressive it was for what they were given, like it's not doing anything crazy, even for like a a comedy, you know? It's very stock. I would say like two is like an average movie, and I would put it at a a three just for like the camera tricks with the height. I'm I'm, I'm good with that. Cool. Okay, great. Three. And what's our last category? Uh, emotion. Pathos. Pathos. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, how it evoked emotion. <laughs> you found, found the, the pathos. I, I laughed most of the times when they wanted me to laugh. <laughs> I think I think levity is probably the emotion they were going for throughout the movie. And I think yeah. other than maybe the last 15 minutes, they but that obviously the last 15 minutes are supposed to feel very different. Yeah, true. So I think brisk when it was brisk. And, and I think for the most part, it doesn't drag, so... I, I would put about a four. Four was my vote. Yeah, sure. Great. Cool. What's next? Theater ability. Theater ability. Theater. Theater appeal. Theater appeal. Theater Sorry. appeal. Um, I don't think this really appeals no. very much for theaters. I think this is a sit on your couch. Yeah. Curl up with a with a get a hot cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Maybe some sir. syrup. Oh no. I would say Wait. if you drink at a bar for three hours before going and seeing this in theaters, <laughs> it could be maybe the greatest experience in theater of seeing all time. Seeing Buddy that big on screen. Oh my god. <laughs> I think I think it would be a great time if you were just a little bit zooted. But uh yeah, otherwise like just cozying up around the holiday and throwing it on your yeah. TV is the way to go. I would put this out of two. Yeah. Maybe yeah. even a one, to be honest. Yeah. I personally I think comedy movies don't don't, they don't do very well, well in theaters. Translate well, yeah. Big stinky too. Um, yeah. I think two works. 
Uh, engagement. Were you engaged? Um, I would say probably a four for this. I felt specifically the first half of the movie. I'm like all in, and they're well. You were quoting the whole movie. Well, that's different, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> like lots of lots of really good jokes, lots of good bits, and then once like the story starts to develop and we focus more on the story than on the character, I lose. Oh man, it's a nosedive. Yeah. Especially towards the end. Yeah. The end is, I, I, the end is back, literally it's, just, it's pretty boring. I lose all interest. <laughs> and especially when they start singing, I'm like, what is going on? The yeah. movie does really feel like it needs to wrap up by about the like 50 minute mark. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when it's when it's thriving and, and cracking wise, I'm, I'm yeah. There I would for say it. the beginning is at like a four, but the end is at like a one. So I would yeah. like kind of like balance it up to like a three for me. Yeah, I would put it three. Sure. Well, you're a good one for this uh, rewatchability. <laughs> so I used to watch this every year, like with my family during the the holidays, and. Honestly, the longer it has gone, the more times I've rewatched it, it's kind of dropping down significantly each time with like how much I want to rewatch it. Do you think it's because you're getting older? Shut up. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be mean. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, legitimately. Pro- I mean, probably. But I, I don't know. I think maybe more as I'm getting older, too, I'm paying more attention to the fact that there is zero story in this for the most part. And in, not in a bad way. It plays very well for like what we said most of the movie. But for me, it's I would probably put it at a two rewatchability. Really? Maybe a three. I would probably, I think because it's so closely associated with the season and people do watch it, like you said, every year, mm-hmm. I do think this movie was probably made to be rewatched. Certainly. And I mean, for that, I do watch it semi-frequently, maybe not once a year, but I will put it on like, oh, like Will Ferrell, he did go. I'd probably put it That's at like fair. a three or maybe even a four. Yeah, I'm, because yeah, I'm I can, a four. Yeah. I can put this on. In like on like the background while I'm like folding laundry or something exactly. like that, yeah. and not have to like pay attention as like, as opposed to like Mad Max where I have to be engaged, right? But I could be like, buddy the elf, what's your favorite color? Like, dude, it's December. I've got a weekend. I'm trying to put up my Christmas tree. I open Netflix. What's new? Uh oh, looks like Elf is trending. <laughs> I throw it on easy. Like uh, I'm not thinking That's about it. Fair. I'm like, oh yeah, I like Elf. I'll throw that on. That's fair. I think, yeah, in the aspect of it being a event or like something to yeah. kind of bring like center around, but I don't think if you're just going to watch a movie, I'm never going to probably pick Elf, but no, I, I, no. I think I I'm not pulling saying. it out for I'm probably being a little night. bit of a Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No. You're being I don't a bit think... of a Scrooge, certainly. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you're being a Scrooge. I think you're just. You're a little fatigued. Yeah. I've got elf fatigue. Yeah. Maybe this is only my second time. One in three podcasters suffers from elf fatigue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Statistically, at least. I liked seeing it for the first time last year and rewatching it this year, you know, coming up on the felt right. It felt right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Personally, I really, four. I mean, like, maybe I'm not. I don't have elf fatigue. No, 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 no. It's, it's yeah. good. Four. What do you also say? I would say four. four. It's not my go to Christmas movie. That's the Santa Claus. Wow, interesting. Okay, mm. that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I think that's also Casey's go-to yeah. Christmas movie because we talked about it. And Santa Claus is a good go-to. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I just—it's literally like you could just throw it on. You don't need to like pay attention. Yeah, and then go about your day. All right, cup of hot cocoa. I'm happy with a four. Let's lock that in. Great. Uh, referenceability five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean it's, we don't even really need to. It's iconic. Hey, guys, go to like way. the store and go look at Christmas socks. They literally right have It'll like have a they still have elf, elf merchandise. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> like, so 20 years, years later. later. He's yeah. literally like it's 
Mariah Carey and then Will Ferrell in terms yeah. of like that's that's not a December bad, celebrities right yeah Michael Bublé I'd probably put above Will maybe Ferrell, yeah but. Josh Groban too sure all right and our last category is fun how fun I think this movie's pretty fun it's pretty fun same deal I think other than the lifelessness of some of the main characters bringing the energy down a bit towards the middle everyone clearly looked like they were having fun which yeah. is just like fun to watch you know this is one of the movies where i wish i was on set fly on the wall yeah, yeah oh my just God, like yeah. i wish i was a crew member just like watching these guys like especially will ferrell riff yeah i mean i was gonna say i've never seen like outtakes from this movie but i would think they would be just incredible it's just all in they just did <laughs> that's <outtake>. probably true <laughs> yeah. yeah those yeah. outtakes are probably not pg even more reason why I'd want to watch it. Oh, yeah, I'd love to watch that. Release the (laughs) R-rated cut. (laughs) We're ready for it. The Favreau (laughs) R-cut. It's it's a square ratio and it's a black and white. (laughs) All right. Yeah, five. Okay, five on there. So that means, critically, we gave it a 16 out of 25. Not very good. And then on the fun side, we gave it 19 out of 20. Oh, out of 20? Sorry, 25. 19 out of 25. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like maybe the fun side is a little bit low. Yeah, but, but I'm not by much. <laughs> I, I think it's really the theater appeal that yeah, is, yeah. is like weighting that down. I mean, engagement wasn't much better. We, I know. Yeah. But, but like all the rest of them are kind of hot. Yeah. So yeah, actually, all, you're right. No, that, it's that not the right most perfect movie by yeah. a long shot, but it's still a fun romp. It is. Uh, I mean, dude, I watched it last year for the first time. It's an instant classic. <laughs> like, an instant classic for anyone who's just seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's this, true. This Fair movie enough. is 20 years old. It's a yeah. 20 year old classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, sorry. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, so this one gives us a 35 out of 50. That's a C minus for, for this one. That sounds about right. Yeah. But true. it's a very good C minus. Yeah. Uh, I, this is a C minus. I will absolutely recommend it. To anyone who hasn't seen it, I was, you got to see Elf. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, um, we have a little bit of time left and we were going to get maybe a little bit of a sneak peek into what next week might look like from Josh. Josh, do you have uh, anything for us? Well, so we're going to be playing a a gift in the spirit of the season. I've made a elf oriented role playing campaign that uh, we will at some point publish so that you guys could play it yourself if you wanted to or just maybe if you're like really into the nitty gritty rules of, of all the stuff <laughs> we don't really follow the rules all that much but, but you, you can what look the, at the rules and fact check us when the rules I made up we don't even follow <laughs> uh, Real talk, there's no rules yeah, yeah. watch us re-release a second version of the rules yeah. directly after we record we're, we're gonna uh, we're release the, the rules as, as done and then you know version 2 for what yeah. we actually ended up doing no but I'll talk just a little bit about um you know, how, how it plays and how the characters are made. So the idea is that you don't need a lot of dice. You don't need a lot of anything. You're just an elf. I like to collect dice. Yeah. Well, you get to use a D20, which is the most cinematic dice. So I think so. uh, Yeah. I I think that was, that was my main idea with using that. You are going to do a lot of stuff. That's like very like D and D. Uh, anytime you want to do something, you have, essentially a skill check where you're going to roll your character's stat for whatever you're trying to do. And then the higher roll you have, the better chance you have of it happening. The lower roll you have, probably not going to happen. And anytime you're, you know, engaging, I guess, with someone either in combat or out of combat, 
you're going to roll a contest essentially where mm-hmm. you're rolling the D20, they're rolling the D20, then you're both adding your stat modifier and then you're comparing it and whoever got the higher wins, if you were trying to like, you know, deal damage to them and you won, you deal the damage. Uh, I guess one thing that maybe makes it a little different from D&D is that there's like no HP. We track your life with ouchies and bye-byes. <laughs> <laughs> so when you would take damage from an item, you know, there's no extra dice you need to roll if you you just like take one you ouchie. Take an ouchie. Uh, and then at three ouchies, you go bye-bye or night-night. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it. Oh, I like night-night. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, th- maybe depending on context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair, uh, fair. And then... It's going to be forgiving in that when you go night night, as long as you're not getting like wailed on, uh, any of your elves can help you up and restore all of your ouchies back to full. So yeah, uh, it's supposed to be just kind of you know something to give it a little bit of narrative stake. But uh, I don't want anyone to be able to not finish. You know what's designed to be a fun, lighthearted one shot. Uh, do you want to talk a, a little bit about character stuff? Yeah. So I guess I was going to ask in terms of characters. How, in terms of the world we're playing in, should we plan on just playing just some generic elves and like it, it is a world where we only know elves or like maybe we'll yep. talk a so, little about that. So there's a, there's a bit of exposition that's going to be up top to mm-hmm. sort of set the scene. Um, but you guys will be playing as Santa's elves and so very, you know, Christmassy themed elves, but you know. There's a lot of room within that. You can be, I know you'd had mentioned maybe playing like a Russian elf. I think mm-hmm. that would be, that would, that's fully above board. That's fine. Uh, I was thinking a, f- a former Russian spy yeah. turned elf. Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> hey. Or maybe even still a Russian spy. But I don't know if that would fill into <laughs> a whoa, double whoa, agent. Whoa. I mean, yeah. you can. <laughs> yes, I am elf of Santa Claus. <laughs> that's funny. I wanted to be kind of like a lore keeper. Oh, okay. you know what? Actually, I in the rules, I'll, and I'll even just send this to you. I made f- eight example characters, Jesus. and there was a, a character that was uh, called the Naughty and Nice Investigator, oh, which was that's, uh, that their is... job was to collect retail or intel on uh, <laughs> yeah, not collect I retail. I got this great <laughs> yeah. from Old Navy. Hey, look, y'all heard of a Nintendo Switch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're just collecting intel on all the all the people on Santa's list to decide whether they're not your dice. So instead of a PI, it's an NI. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Naughty investigator. Naughty nice investigator. And it yeah. works for both. Oh, uh, sure, sure, sure. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so just uh, you've got your elf that's got their name. It can be like you know, sort of Christmassy themed or anything. Then Shipper you give names. Them, huh? Charity. Pestilence. Diamond. Pestilence. Diamond. <laughs> Pesticides. Uh, then oh. you've got your four stats. I'm going to try to remember them off the dome here. It's might, cheer, magic, and tinker. Yes. I think I knocked it out of the park. Yes, you did. I'm <laughs> uh, looking at your notes here. Yes. Nice. Uh, and you're going to get eight points that you can put in any of those. And nice. that's just like, you know, if you want to be stellar at uh, being really strong and doing stuff. You'd put eight points in might and zero in everything else. Then you're probably not going to fail a might roll, honestly. I list things up and put them down. Yeah. Uh, and then you also get uh, a job. Uh, and like I was saying earlier, I have like eight examples of jobs that you could have, but I also just encourage anyone who's playing to make their own job because the format for a job is very simple. You're going to give yourself a plus two to one of your stats and then you're going to give yourself a starting uh, like weapon that associates to the stat that you're using. So like... And the job that you have. Yeah, and the job that you have. So like... uh 
I think one of them is a carol coordinator. So their weapon is the jingle bell boomerang, <laughs> you know, and they have points in cheer yeah, probably yeah. because that's, you know, a very social uh, stat. So um, other than that, actually, I think that's, that's lit. That's it. Everything else is just like personality and like background and you can come up with whatever you want. Cause I think we plan to get flavorful. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, this flavor is going to be a silly one. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad to be playing a dude. If you're playing a dude, yeah, because for like the past like two months, I've been having to do a girl voice. I remember your Barbie particularly. I thought that was I don't remember stellar. Oh, Barbie. that was good. It was good. Adventure Barbie. Well, how did I? Or, no, no, no. Casey was Adventure Barbie. Oh, you were shit. Explorer it Barbie. Was, like, I think pet. You had a monkey. Yeah, right? you were a zookeeper Barbie. Zookeeper Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. yeah, I did like a random profession generator. Nice. Yeah. You could be a woman elf. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not he doesn't going want to. to. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. What do you, Josh, want to, or what would be helpful for you or maybe fun for you to receive from us, like from our characters? And if 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 surprise is the answer to that question, then say no more. Yeah, sure. I mean, really, that's, that's it. I think I gave like a, a brief summarization of sort of the exposition, mm-hmm. which I don't want to... I don't necessarily want to spoil any of that here, but you can kind of just from there, uh, maybe take some details that you think exist and just throw them into your character or, you know, other than that, there's going to be plenty of me. I don't want to railroad you. I want you to kind of explore as you choose. Railroad me, Josh. (laughs) But I'm going to have plenty of characters that are along for the ride, I'll say, that will help you progress the plot forward. We love useful NPCs. Yeah. Yeah. Bantering. Great. I'll, okay. I'll play with banter all day. Uh, and, you know, if you want to make like a big plot move, I'll also have some flexibility to sort of make <laughs> make that happen. No. Uh, so, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. I'm very interested in this. I'm I hope, so excited. I hope everybody's going to be so fun. It's going to be really great that Howie and Casey and I will all be able to play together. Like, Specifically yeah, yeah. Casey, though. Once I found yeah. out that this was going to be the first time y'all were playing together, I'm like, I'd love to make it special. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. 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 I hope this I is as much a gift sure. to you I, guys as it is the audience. <laughs> yeah. What, from what we've seen so far, it looks like you really poured your heart into this. So we're super excited about it. And uh, we'll, like Josh said, we'll be able to share those uh, rules for the RPG and everything. We'll Do you have a out. tentative name? Ooh. Uh, do you want to brainstorm so something? The name that I have currently on the document, it's not final, but let me know if we need to workshop it. I called it Mad Max and, or sorry, no, Mad Santa and the Elves Who Save Christmas is like the the name of, I guess, the campaign. The name of the RPG, I think, is just Elftacular. <laughs> okay. Elftacular. Elftacular, yeah, sure. So good. What about Cheery Road? I was going to say, Road's the, good. The, like the working name I have for the folders on my computer right now is Mad Max Gumdrop Road. Ooh, okay. Oh, Gumdrop. Yeah, well, you might be visiting some Gumdrop <laughs> Roads. <laughs> oh, shit, girl. Or you could do like Salty Santa Gumdrop Road. Or, or like, Ew, yeah, let yeah. me see. Like, <laughs> in the beach? Like, I don't know. There's not very, very negative slutty Santa. That could that no, could work. No. no. <laughs> he's, he's not going to be... <laughs> Sullen Very Santa. Purpose. Sullen Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Sullen Santa. Stanky. Stanky. Stanky Santa. Why don't we just call him Stanka? <laughs> I'll take I'll take any feedback on what we want to name this. I gotta leave out my stinky milk and my stinky <laughs> cookies for Stanka. <laughs> you know Willy Wonka how he has chocolate? <laughs> we got Stanka. Stanka. You got dirty <laughs> Christmas gifts, bro. Saint he Stanka. gave me a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> 
He said, you get the coal that I give to the shit kids. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I asked for a goddamn PS5 and he <laughs> gave me a water gun that was used. <laughs> it was all frozen, too. Yeah, shit. He put buried it in the snow. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Sure, well, yeah. Elf-tacular. That's, I like that a lot. Well, maybe that'll just be the final what one. What about the Elf-pocalypse? See, I thought... <laughs> Because the RPG is not Apocalypse necessarily elf. attached to Mad Max, and it's more just about like elves and Santa. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be more uh, holiday themed. At least sure, the name sure, of the sure. RPG, but the the campaign name, I'm sure. I mean, Mason does a stellar job of naming the, the episodes, so it'll, it'll get a good one. Bad, bad buddy, Gumdrop Road, Papa Roach, Pop. <laughs> no, not bad bunny, bad buddy, buddy the elf. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just, oh, just good. Because Papa Christmas, oh, Papa, sure. Roach. Papa Roach. For Stanky Claus. <laughs> yeah. Stanka Claus, <laughs> Mrs. Stank. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think uh, if we you're have st- Stanky Christmas. <laughs> if you're still listening now, you're a true fan. We love you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is all getting edited yeah. out. But anyway, we love you. Uh, Josh, do you have any closing words? Stay stanky. Stay stanky. I like that. All right. We're rolling out. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode. I know it's not quite what we normally do, but hopefully you enjoyed it. And I think we're going to start moving towards this format of movie reviewing. There might be a little differences in our, in our final version, but I think the guys and I really liked this more structured way of talking about the movies. So I think we're going to try to embrace that as well. If you like what you're hearing, you know what to do. Go ahead, share this podcast with a friend and find whatever place you can put a rating for us and give it as many stars as you possibly can. You can check out our socials. We're on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email us, you can do that at goodtimesroll.pod at gmail.com. Feel free to send in suggestions for upcoming campaigns. Next week, we will be back at the beginning of the new year to start off a brand new campaign. We'll be doing a pre-watch. We have a brand new guest host that you guys haven't met yet. We're excited to introduce you to them. These are two really good movies. There was one that just came out very recently and one maybe from 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 about 20 years ago. What could they be? I don't know. Well, I do because we already recorded it, but that's not the point. Again, thank you so much for listening. We release episodes every Wednesday, so we'll see you back here next week. Hope everyone had a great 2023 and is looking forward to the next year. As always, remember to keep it sexy no matter wherever you go. It was good. And the swamp. And the swamp, right? Yeah. Shrek's unfortunately not in it. I know. He's not in it, bro. I'm so upset. <laughs> he wasn't in it. Dang. Actually, Shrek. It was not Mad his Max? swamp. Morton Shrek. That's the next. Uh, get out of the swamp. <laughs> Water is addictive. All right, how about emotion? You guys still have three more Shrek movies you can. I know. I'm saying for when the crossovers come. Yeah, the fourth one's coming out. That's true. The fifth fifth one's one's theoretically coming. I mean, it's been in development for like they got a release release date like a a month or two ago. Oh, like an actual date. Yeah, it got leaked after the um, the writer strike ended. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. It's that's yeah, two years exciting. from now, I think. I think it's 2025. Yeah, 2025. Well, I mean, it's been like slated for two years from now f- since like 2019 or something. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, we have we have, we have have more room for strength. I really hope we it don't. Hey, it out. We're going to do the roar. We're going to do the roar. <laughs> that's all we're saying. 